Hi everyone, I'm Wendy Mays, creator of the Left Pocket Project, which brings you the history of leftists of color, one swipe at a time. And this is the Left Pocket Project podcast. On today's episode, I'm doing something very, very different. Um, right now, it is 6.30 in the morning on a Monday. Everyone in my house is asleep, including my dog, my husband, and my baby, who is turning seven months today. And um, I wanted to get started with today's episode by actually talking about a new venture that's still going to be part of the Left Pocket Project, um, but I'm calling it Comrade Mommy. And let me tell you all why. Um, So this segment is going to be a bit like the series that we have um, under Left POC called Reading Revolution, where it's still under the podcast, the Left Pocket Project podcast, um, but it's a sub-segment or series, sub-series as I call it, um, where we read and discuss works written by or that inspired leftists of color. Um, And sort of spinning off of that um, and thinking about my own experiences as a new mother, um, I wanted to start a program or sub-series of the Left Pocket Project podcast that dealt with issues related to parenting. And I say that because, um, you know, in the months when I was pregnant, the nine months that it took to cook this baby and then deliver her and then raise her or start raising her, I should say, I've noticed that so much content for parents just sucks, <laughs> just being completely frank. Um, so, you know, for several months, I've been kind of milling this over and thinking or mulling this over and thinking, you know, like every time I turn on YouTube or dare to venture onto Instagram, which is just like a cesspool. I hate Instagram and I may end up having to join it. But anyway, that aside, um, like join it in earnest because I'm on it, but only to check out like music accounts. Anyway, um, I noticed that a lot of parenting related material and especially stuff for moms is just complete garbage. So on the one hand, you have like one sector that's completely conservative, that's like hyper-religious in a way that's like really stifling. So not just like religious and like, oh, an inspirational way or whatever, but um, in a way that is like, you know, anti-feminist and pro-capitalist and just like hyper-hardcore far-right style religious. Um, And sometimes they'll sneak it in. So like you'll be, I don't know, you'll Google something about, diapers or whatever, like fill in the blank baby issue. Um, and you find these great blogs or like great vlogs on YouTube and you start watching and then you notice a pattern start to emerge. Like at the end, they'll have these weird lines or, you know, you'll, you'll notice kind of like throwaway comments about like women's place in the home and stuff like that. And then after a while you begin to realize, or sometimes you come across a specific entry or video where they just kind of lay it all out there. Um, I remember when I was watching that was really great. I really liked her content. I think she's based in Canada. Um, and then she had like this one, um, video where she was completely like anti-gay, um, kind of went off on this tirade against people 
who were in same-sex relationships and whatnot. So it was just a, like sometimes there's a jarring break. <laughs> so like, okay, that kind of content is not for me. Um, then there's another type of content for parents um, and especially moms that's sort of like um, – it's, it's sort of hippy-dippy and, you know, like very eco-friendly and things like that. But then those usually spiral into some sort of anti-science, anti-vax, and also sometimes far-right-wing um, because they're all these kind of like eco-fascist-y type uh, parenting bloggers and vloggers, which is also a little bit scary. Um, then there's the other type that's like the boss mom. So you got the hyper capitalist, you know, mom with 10 jobs, but her husband's filthy rich. So technically she just kind of lives off of him. And these are like her side projects. And she has a nanny and multiple nannies sometimes and a maid and they have this like gas guzzling SUV and a big house and all the products that they recommend are, you know, $500 and up for toddlers and babies that are going to go through these products and destroy them in about five minutes. Um, and that type of mommy is, you know, I was thinking about it and talking about it on Twitter this weekend, but that type of mom vlogger or blogger is incredibly triggering to me because, um, especially with everything going on with the coronavirus, you know, my baby was born in February at the end of February. Um, and so she spent her entire life in quarantine. Um, and I have dealt with financial issues during quarantine and during coronavirus. Um, I have dealt with all sorts of struggles just in this very short period alone. God forbid, you know, the rest of the majority of my life I've had to, you know, face certain things um, that I've talked about before on the podcast. And I just think that, you know, it was a very, it was very triggering, to be honest, um, to see these mothers, um, and in particular, one mother that I'm thinking of on her vlog on YouTube, just like go on and on about how, um, how tired she was, despite having a nanny that stays with her from morning until evening. <laughs> and I just, I, I almost wanted to break my computer because I just thought like, you know, I wake up every day pretty much around 4.30 to get everything going in my house. I do my own cleaning, cooking, everything, you know, literally just before I got on to record this, I had been pumping because um, I exclusively pump parents who have babies will know what I'm talking about. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's just, it's a lot of work to have a kid. Um, and so, you know, good for those who have the money to get the help, but in some ways, um, not so good for them because you think about the fact that a lot of these people are exploiting the women who work for them, majority women, um, who work for them as nannies and maids and things like that. And so it's just, you see it, and for me, it's not just triggering because it's a display of an exorbitant amount of wealth, um, but also just the simple fact that, like, you have no guarantee that these people are taking um, proper care of the people who work for them. Um, and and I'm sure, you know, if you ask them, do they give them health benefits? Do they help them uh, in other times of need beyond uh, employment? Do they get a living wage? All of that? You know, I think the answer would be no. And so I basically wanted to kind of 
offer the world something different in the parenting realm. Um, I find that there's not really a lot of left content, if any, um, for parents. And it's kind of strange because so many revolutionaries that we've read about, talked about on left POC, um, and that we've just like read about and talked about in general on the left, so many of them, um, are parents or were parents. And so it's important that we acknowledge the fact that like they were leading these fights and struggles and, you know, engaged in this hyper-political stuff while at the same time being parents, um, many of them parents of multiple children. And so we have to kind of think about the ways that that also affects and influences our uh, politics and how we, I think, can raise better children um, who reflect politics that actually mean caring about people, caring about others and the world and the environment and taking care of, you know, taking care of others, to be honest, and making sure that everyone's got got everything covered. Um, and I think that there's a lot of parenting blogs and vlogging that doesn't emphasize that, that sort of de-emphasizes that, focuses only on branding and focuses only on, you know, like how much content they can put out in order to get a deal with Disney or whatever. Um, I think also that that temp, that aspect of capitalism that's sort of injected into so much parenting content is what takes away from the ability for a lot of these parents to even focus on politics. So for example, on YouTube, you get demonetized if you start talking about political issues, but like, how can you be a parent in any country, God forbid America, and not talk about politics? I mean, at this point, you know, everything is influenced by politics as a parent. So you've got healthcare to worry about, schooling to worry about, um, you know, like just the general environment to worry about school shootings to worry about racism, sexism, you know, classism, so many things that are hyper-political that you confront as a parent and that your children have to go through and shouldn't have to go through in many cases, um, but that you, you start to realize that, you know, like things are not that great and yet you can't talk about them if you're doing these kinds of vlogs or blogs or you want to get monetized. So, um, you know, because apparently everything about parenting has to be perfect, which is yet another type of parenting content that you see a lot where the parents are just, especially the, especially mothers, like I cannot emphasize this enough, it's almost always mothers um, who have to have their hair perfectly done, their nails perfectly done, their makeup done, their, you know, Lululemon $100 yoga pants and perfect bodies that right after they have a baby and, you know, just so much like so much emphasis on appearance and yet they are supposed to be vapid politically. So they can't talk about any of that stuff. The only thing they can talk about is, you know, the new baby food recipe that they found on Pinterest. And I think that is incredibly toxic and damaging to um, just the realities of being a parent and, and understanding what that entails. And also, again, it sort of feeds into these myths about womanhood and motherhood and so many things that I think we really need to break down. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I, I noticed quite a bit before I became a mother and I was, as I was reading and educating myself and things like that, as I was, you know, while I was pregnant, um, there's so many aspects of motherhood and parenting in general that people don't talk about precisely because I think, you know, we deal with so many elements of blame 
and again, especially mothers, um, we deal with blame if anything goes wrong or if anything is not exactly perfect like we see on television or on these blogs and, and blogs and things like that. So there are aspects of parenting that are not discussed that I think should be and that certainly should be as they relate to our politics, right? Um, one of them, although lately it has been discussed more, but, um, you know, like maternal death and, and harm to children and things like that uh, because of medical racism um, or classism. Um, There's so many things right now, especially under coronavirus, that relate to childhood education and what to do in the home um, to make sure that our children are caught up with school and things like that. Um, and I think sometimes people don't want to address the fact that Oh, mother's work too, or father's work. And then how are you going to homeschool and then do your job at the same time? Um, and these are all things that I very much relate to, even though my daughter is small still, um, she's still a baby. She's not in school yet, but I can't take her to daycare. For example, if I needed a day off or I can't, um, you know, I can't, I can't take her out anywhere really because of the virus. And so there are certain aspects of my home life that I can definitely relate um, that makes me able to relate to, I should say, these parents who are having to homeschool their children um, on top of working full time. And I think that it's important for us, especially now, um, as parents are in many ways hyper exploited by capitalism, regardless of their status as parents, um, to talk about these things in very hyper political ways. Um, we talk a lot about strikes and unions and things like that. But we have to also think about the fact that the people engaged in, in these activities are also parents um, and they're striking and, you know, asking or demanding more for themselves and their children is part and parcel with with our politics and the way we should think about um, engaging with the world and engaging in fighting capitalism, to be quite frank. Um, and I just I, I find that that's lacking in a lot of as I said, a lot of parenting um, content out there. The other thing I just wanted to say is that I I really want to hear from and talk to, through this project, um, people who are parents and who've still allowed their children to have normal childhoods, but at the same time be politically engaged. I think that's something that people are still trying to navigate, especially with a lot of the um, anti-racist rhetoric that came out around the George Floyd protests. You saw an emphasis on, you know, wondering what we could do as parents, regardless of race, to make sure that we're raising children who are anti-racist. Um, but I also want to see a discussion of how to raise children who are not only anti-racist, but who are anti-capitalist. <laughs> and we don't talk about that very much. Um, so this this segment or sub-series of the Left Pocket Project, Comrade Mommy, hopes to, seeks to do that sort of thing. Um, you know, how do we engage in, in leftist thought and um, practice, to be honest, as parents? And how do we get beyond the sort of mommy industrial complex of sorts uh, that tries to kind of funnel us into this these habits of buying excessively and spending excessively online for programs and these sorts of things and and on ourselves to like be these perfect specimens of motherhood um, when in actuality motherhood and parenting in general is like very tiring very taxing and we need to find ways to make sure that our needs are being met while at the same time not 
turning that self-care into an industrial exercise. So anyway, all that being said, um, I really hope to, going forward at least, to have people on um, to talk about leftism and parenting, um, to talk about the politics of parenting in the world that we live in right now, um, thinking about ways to engage children. And also we're going to have some content that's like child-focused specifically, uh, because that's another thing. There's hardly any content out there for children that is um, explicitly political, but in a way that's accessible for their age groups. Um, so we want to do some readings and things like that, and we'll kind of uh, discuss that further on as they emerge. Um, I'll have on guests and, and such to join me. So that's why I keep saying we. Um, I'm not referring to myself in the plural here. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, there needs to be a little shaking up in the the parent blogging, vlogging podcast sphere um, that offers a little bit more than we have because I think the range is very limited um, and in some ways very destructive. And I hope that this project can kind of interrupt that a little bit and change things around. Um, so just to introduce this, I hope to do a lot more with this going forward. Of course, the Left Pocket Project will continue as is, as will Reading Revolution. Um, but this will just be a bit of a, as I said, a sub-series to kind of inject some new thoughts into the parenting realm um, that, that more closely fit uh, many of the politics of the people who listen to this podcast and who engage with me online um, and in real life. So yeah, that's it. For those of you who are interested in this um, and who maybe have some suggestions or ideas, feel free to tweet at Comrade Mommy. So it's literally at Comrade Mommy and that's C-O-M-R-A-D-E-M-O-M-M-Y. Of course, I run the account. Um, and you'll see, by the way, that the photo I currently have as the avatar, just as a little like historical note um, for those of you who are interested, but it's actually um, uh, sort of prop from a propaganda poster for the MPLA, which was the revolutionary um, revolutionary group, uh, political group, and, and armed fighters, literally, um, during the war for independence in Angola against the Portuguese. So. If you are interested in learning more about that, feel free to feel free to ask. Um, but the, just to be a little bit more descriptive, the avatars of a woman with her child and a gun. So she has her child in one hand and a gun in the other. Um, and while, you know, again, we often talk on the left as if no one has any children. Um, and I've noticed that even leftists who do have children who engage with um you know, who have some sort of content online and whatnot, they hardly talk about their children um, or they, they certainly don't on their podcasts. And so I think it's important that we find a way to kind of merge um, in these two aspects of ourselves because in everyday life, they always overlapped and are intersecting and like one always influences the other. And so I think it's important for us to acknowledge that and not pretend like we're all these, you know, childless beings, which is, is another problem, I think, um, if we're talking about, you know, problematic content. On the left, unfortunately, we act like no one is religious in any way and no one has any children. And oftentimes people are both or all of these things or none of these things, um, but still thinking about them and engaging them in some way. So that's my soapbox. I'm going to get off it. Thank you all for listening, and I look forward to giving you more from this area of my life um, in Comrade Mommy. 
and also uh, continuing with the Left Pocket Project and Reading Revolution. Um, so just be sure to be on the lookout for more content, more information. Um, and also just remember, you can always follow the Left Pocket Project on Twitter, on Facebook, SoundCloud, um, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but you should also definitely check us out on social media because you can see additional content. And I must stress that you should absolutely go to our Patreon page and that's patreon.com slash leftboc. And this is not um, a suggestion to go to the Patreon page just to donate, although we obviously welcome that. Um, but we want you to go to the Patreon page because we have lots of free content there. Um, there are full books in PDF form there. Um, of course, all of our podcast episodes are there and some additional resources as well on how we run the podcast, where your money goes if you were to donate to the podcast, um, and just additional news and information. So definitely check out our Patreon. There's lots of free stuff there. Um, and all of our content as per usual, is free for the public, for everyone. We don't believe in paywalls. We believe in the democratization of education and politics and things like that. Um, so we definitely don't want anything that you have to pay for in order to see, hear, or read. Um, so anyway, thank you so much again. And uh, be on the lookout for more for uh, from Comrade Mommy um, because there's definitely going to be um, some interesting stuff coming out for this sub-series. Have a good one. Everybody.